Mask Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Uncorked Media Podcast. I am your host, Tracy, and today I want to talk all about engagement. I was meeting with a couple of friends of mine this past week, and we were just brainstorming ideas about Instagram and how to grow our followers. And one of my friends, she's actually a hairstylist, and she's really been struggling with getting her account past the 500 mark. She does beautiful work, and she's one of the sweetest people I've ever met, but she just can't get her Instagram to she just can't get her Instagram to increase in the number of followers. So we sat down and I'm actually working with her currently to help her to grow her base and also to extend her business opportunities in Tampa Bay. She had all kinds of questions for me and I wanted to kind of break them down and go over them with you because since we've met, she's been using some of these strategies and it's actually been working very well for her. So first of all, when you think of engagement, that's kind of a word that you really need to stop and say, what does this mean to me? For me, it's quite clear. Engaging is just interacting with your audience and potential customers that you might have following you on Instagram or any other social media platform. One of the best ways to do that is to really start conversations with people and your audience using Instagram story stickers. So one of the one of the features is by using the question sticker. You can simply ask a question of your audience, get them to interact and engage with you, and in turn, you can probably get more followers or just start conversations with people so you can learn more about your audience. It's a great way for you to get more followers and for them to get to know your brand or your service better. You can also do a poll or a voting sticker. This is wonderful for restaurants if they're looking to introduce a new menu item. I've seen a lot of restaurants ask a question. For example, do you prefer a burger over a, a taco? People can go ahead and respond to that question, and then it kind of gauges your audience so you can see which of those two items is going to be the most popular. It also gets to be quite fun when you ask questions that people have to actually answer, and some of the answers that they come up with are quite creative, and it's really a fun way to get your audience involved. Another thing I've been working with a lot of my clients on, as well as my friends, is to really increase your engagement by writing longer captions on your Instagram stories and your posts as well. I'm usually more inclined to want to read something that tells a story rather than just a short and witty caption. This is a great way for you to really reveal yourself and who you are to your potential client base and to your current client clientele. It's, it's just a great way to really express something meaningful about your product or your brand, and it really gives the audience the feel that they are getting to know you on more of a personal level. And again, that's what engagement is all about, is really just taking the time to interact with your clients and get to know who they are, and then they feel more like your friends rather than just a business and customer relationship. Another important thing about engagement is when you are using a story is you always want to mention the product or the brand that you're describing. For example, if you're eating at a restaurant, you always want to make sure that you tag the brand as well as the location so that people can see exactly where you are. I was talking to my friend about this, and she, as I mentioned before, she's a hairstylist, but she's always going out to eat in Tampa. And I told her, I said, you know, this is a great way for you to really get to know some of these brands and companies and get to you know, grow your client base because people are going to start to relate with you on another level other than you just being a hairstylist. They might say, hey, this girl has great taste in the restaurant she chooses or the stores where she purchases her clothes. And it's really been funny because that's how I met her. She actually was following my food Instagram account and she kept commenting on all of my pictures because she was new to the Tampa area. Her and I 
became friends this way. We've been friends for two years now. And I actually went to see her over the stylist I was using at the time because her and I developed such a great relationship. We're now such good friends that we go out to eat all the time and we're always chatting about ways that we can grow our businesses. So as I mentioned before, she's been using a lot of these tactics and it's really been helping her over this last week. And I can't wait to see when her Instagram numbers start to really rise towards the end of the month. Another thing that you really want to do is always schedule your stories around when you get the most amount of views. There's no point in posting a story during a time that is a low traffic period for your for your Instagram handle. You can look in your insights and see the most popular times to post a story and really try to stick to that. I actually live by my social media calendar in which I plan everything out for the week and I always make sure that I have my stories posting during the time that I'm going to get the most optimization out of my viewing out of my viewing. It's very easy to look at your insights, simply click on the button insights and you can break it down into several different categories. You can see the times of day that are most popular, you can see if you have more men or women followers, and you can also see the times that you get the most likes on any sort of a post. Another thing that you really need to do and I've talked about this before is to really pay attention to the hashtags that you are using. I've mentioned this before, I use my note app on my phone and I have all of my hashtags based in different categories. So for example, one of my accounts is nothing but food. So I have all of my standard hashtags for food that I use on a regular basis. And then I have other lists that incorporate perhaps the city that I'm in, or if it's something else like a restaurant brand, I will include those hashtags as well. And take a a moment and follow some of those popular hashtags in your area. For example, here in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Foodies is one of the most popular ones. This is how I get to know people by seeing who's using that hashtag. I strike up conversations with people all the time, and it helps me to really learn about new restaurants that are out there, and it it kind of opens my mind to new places and new cities to try food in. If I'm ever traveling, I always research the hashtag of the city I'm going to along with food or foodies or dining out, and it's wonderful. It's really led me to some great discoveries in my travels. You also really want to take the time to really work with like-minded influencers like yourself. Taking the time to really support each other and engage on each other's posts is a great way to grow your following. I belong to a couple of Instapods in which we have a group of people and we all are in a group together. Every time one of us posts a picture on our Instagram account, we simply send a message with a little heart. This indicates that that person has just posted a new picture and all of us will go in there and take the time to like the picture and comment. I've met so many people this way and I have to say over the last month, I've actually gotten close to 400 new followers just from using this feature. It has opened up so many doors for me to really learn about different influencers in different areas outside of Tampa Bay. I've really developed a great relationship with so many people in Sarasota, which is about an hour drive from Tampa. And I'm actually going down to Sarasota next month to spend a weekend with a bunch of influencers that I've met at a couple events here in the Tampa Bay area. They've all been very instrumental in helping me to grow my brand. And I'm just so, so blessed and thankful to really have the opportunity to just hop in the car and go hang out with such great, great people. We also talk about our business goals and ways that we can grow our audiences. It's funny because you might be an expert in one area, but you might have a friend who's an expert in another. And just taking the time to sit and exchange ideas is just one of the best ways for you to grow your brand. I have a friend named Lori who lives in Sarasota. Sometimes her and I will sit on Instagram messaging each other at midnight for about an hour, just bouncing ideas back and forth and questions. And she's got 
probably 15,000 followers right now. And she's one of my biggest inspirations when it comes to Instagram. She's taught me so many little things that I actually didn't know and vice versa. We're always helping each other. And I really believe that supporting and helping others is really the best way for you to grow your brand. And it also helps you grow as a person as well. Taking time also as far as Instagram to make things humorous or fun is really a great way to grow your your account. I like a lot of these influencers nowadays are using song titles to incorporate them into their descriptions on their posts. So whether it be, you know, you can look up different types of puns, you can change lyrics to a song to kind of fit the picture. Any of those things are great because they really catch people's attention and humor goes a long way. Sometimes if I'm having a bad day, I'll just go onto Instagram and I have certain people that I follow and their posts always just make me laugh or kind of break up the monotony of my busy day. And it just gives me a chance to, you know, take take a moment to just laugh and enjoy life. And I have to say, it's kind of therapeutic for me sometimes. I have certain people that I tell them, whenever I'm feeling down, I go to your Instagram page because I'm sure that something that you have posted is really going to lift my spirits for the day. Also, One other thing that I wanted to mention is that when you are commenting on a post, whether it be a friend of yours or just an account that you're intrigued by and you want to get to know that person, be meaningful with what you say. It's okay to just put a heart or a cute little emoji, but if you see a picture that someone posted and you can tell that they spent a lot of time or they might be posting something about maybe something they're going through in their life and they're really opening up, really take the time to comment on what they're posting. I go absolutely crazy when I have people and they're usually those automated Instagram accounts that post things like nice pick. And it just for me, that doesn't do anything. But when someone takes the time to say, you know, Tracy, I went onto your feed and I I love this picture. I went to this restaurant and I tried it. It just really makes me happy. And I know that what I'm doing is effective and that people are just taking the time to respond to me. It really goes a long way. So that is it for today. If you have any questions on engagement, I would love to hear from you. You can message me on Instagram at the Uncorked Media Group, or you can email me, Tracy, at theuncorkedmediagroup.com. Don't forget that a new episode comes out every Monday on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com. I hope you all have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next time. Have a great day. This is a Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Today, I have a very special guest, and this is actually going to be a little bit different. While it is food-related, it's also fashion-related. So I'd like to welcome Justin Israel Sanchez from Badass Bowties. So what are some of your most popular sellers for the food-related designs? For the food-related ones, the hot dogs have been very popular. I have an um, eggs and bacon one, which is really fun as well. I would say the hamburgers as well. I I really want to do a taco one, too. I have that one on my list of things to do. That would be great. You know, Taco Week is coming up in Tampa Bay starting April 18th, so that would be the perfect time to sell some. That's awesome. You also have, I saw a raspberry and cheese. The cheese one is pretty cool, especially for anyone from Wisconsin that's a Green Bay Packers fan. I think that would be the perfect gift for them for Christmas. So you also have fedoras. 
That was actually a more recent one too. I just started and launched a new product of wooden fedoras. I have nice plain wooden fedoras. I'm doing um, different types of wood now. I'm actually picking up as soon as I leave here some sheets of walnut. So it'd be a nice fine walnut hardwood that has a nice natural dark tone to it. And then I also do some other hats that are hand painted as well. I've been partnering with um, different people. Uh, I'm collaborating with Jason Skelton, a big popular Tampa artist. Yes, he's very popular. His I love his artwork. I wish I could afford one <laughs> of his pieces, but no, I don't see that happening for a while. Well, we're doing fedoras now with his artwork as well, so I'm excited about that. He's going to be taking a few to his big gallery show in Miami, so super excited to get some exposure there. And he's also a great guy to do a collaboration with, so it's been fun. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com. 